0: Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tavin Dillard, and I live in a trailer park called Chancellor Park, and I am lawns. I'd like to introduce you to my town. I've been making YouTube's videos since about 2006, and then I've transitioned over to other platforms like the TikToks and the whatnot. But here on this podcast, I'd like to clue you into what's going on with me here lately. And this is like a pre-introduction. Now I'm gonna send it off to myself for the real introduction. I'm glad you joined me. Pink, pink. Welcome to the Tappin' Diller Podcast, y'all guys. You like that? It's a little quieter this week. If you didn't hear last week, boy, I, I really brought it. I brought it, and boy, I was like, boy, that's probably too loud. Folks like tapping that was too loud. And so now I, I like dialed it back heavy this week. Just a little peekaboo. We starting the podcast now. This is Season 4, Episode 8. And this is Tab Tabin Dillard Podcast. I'm and Doolard, and this is like a radio show for your ears. Something to listen to. Well, last week, there's a lot going on. It was a sticky night at the softball field concession stand. If you ain't had a chance to listen to that, I'd say go on back. Listen to that one. We'll be here waiting on you. Uh, a lot going on. You know, uh, thanks for texting me. Uh, people will send messages in a week, just giving me feedback, saying, hey, how you doing kind of thing. 501-322-6249. It's good to hear from y'all uh, during the week. I try to get back to folks on that. And then uh, you can always email me at tabindillard at the gmail.com. That's in the show notes today, so you ain't got to write it down if you ain't got a pen and pad on you right now. Or maybe you on a jog and you ain't trying to bring uh, paper with you or trapper keeper or nothing like that to write stuff on. That's fine. It's in the show notes, so you can click that link later when you got a minute. And also you'll see in there is Tabbin's bag of bacon. That'll be the first link you see. Oh, that's some good bacon, y'all guys. It's a resealable bag if you don't want to eat all that bacon at once. It's got strips of bacon. And then at the bottom, it's got four chopped up pieces of bacon inside. It's like what I call pockern bacon. Like you eat it just like a little, little pockern. It's a little cut to bacon. It's so delightful. It's a beautiful thing. So you'll see that in there. And then also we got them shirts. Uh, you know, I got the watermelon helmet shirt. You know, share it, then wear it. What that means is you share the watermelon because uh, your guts are going to go sour if you eat a whole watermelon, even if you eat half a watermelon by yourself. So you share that, and then you wear the helmet that you make out of it. And all kinds of shirts. My Bud's Burger shed shirt, but also heading into the fall where it gets, it's going to get a little crisper. I know some of us waiting. Okay, when's it going to cool down kind of thing. But when it do, I do have a couple of hoodies. Burger shed hoodie, squirrel in a headlock hoodie, and then we got some long sleeve shirts. Never the bait's fault, that's a fishing shirt. Uh, we got the pig shirt, you know, the diagram of the pig on it. It's a gray shirt, it's long sleeve, got a bink bink shirt, long sleeve, all kinds of things. So you'll see the link for the shirts there uh, underneath the link for the bacon bag there in the show notes today. So guess what we're going to have in town pretty soon? I mentioned it last week on the podcast. You might remember, you might not know. Uh, if you ain't, like I said, you go listen to that one, but if you just want to know, like, I listened to it, but I don't remember Tabbin', well, how about a little fishing tournament coming up? Do tell, Tabbin'. Oh, I will. We also got another softball update for Team Burger Shed today here on the podcast. We're looking for a playoff team. Actually, we're looking like a playoff team, and we're looking to play another playoff team, and there's a, there's a few good ones out there, and I'll have an update on that, because it ain't playoffs yet. we just kind of hopeful at this point. Again, there's a lot going on. A lot. And last week I mentioned that we got that fishing tournament coming up, so I'll have an update on that that, that next week on the podcast after the tournament. I know I'm bringing snacks, tapping bag of bacon, maybe some hot fries, uh, maybe a little Mountain Dew. I don't know, you know, I ain't got I ain't got the snack list all uh, organized yet. And then I still got to figure out some gear, because I mean, you can be the best snacker in the world, but if you're there for a fishing tournament, you got to bring something to drop that line in the water, reel re- re- in them big old bass, that kind of thing. So. Uh, stay tuned for an update on the fishing tournament next week. And if you want to know how the last tournament went that I was in uh, for fishing in our town, uh, check out Season 3, Episode 8 of the Tavern Dillard Podcast. I think it's a guarantee that I'll do better in this tournament than that one. But you know how things go. We'll see once it happens. Well, Donut Goals had a donut party this week. I mean, this has to be the best marketing thing I've seen in town since Jerry Don and Sybil Farnhart promoted a flea market frenzy down at they flea market. All it was was them putting together, uh, like they put them little flags out in front of the flea market and they played loud music over a speaker all day, and it was a flea market frenzy. It was the same flea market, same prices, but, you know, they, they business folks. I mean, they wheels really turn when it comes to the business thing, and they, they figure that stuff out. They ran the meat market in town once upon a time. Jerry Don, he had a restaurant with a dish called the bacon train years ago, too. It's legendary. But now they in the flea market business, and they doing that great, too. They good business, folks. And you know they son, Rance, he on my softball team, Rance Forenhardt, he run a bait and tackle. So he got it in his blood, you know, running a business like his folks do. Well, anyhow, this donut party was brilliant, I tell you. And I don't say that a lot about anything Cheryl Grubbs comes up with. She ain't dumb. Don't hear me saying that, but she's made some quick decisions many times that did not turn out great. Don't even get me started on the chili cook-off and the town dance. So the idea of the donut party is this. You put out a banner that says donut party today. You hang up some balloons. You sell donuts like you do every day. And then folks just show up and you selling donuts, and they hanging out, and you eating them. Now, did you know Cheryl Grubbs asked me uh, to put together a design for, you know, like a logo for the donut goals, kind of how Early Bird Gets the Perm let me do it? Well, I designed that. If you see my videos on the interwebs uh, where I'm at, I'm shooting them at the donut shop, you'll see that on the wall is a sign that says donut goals. You know about that? You know who designed that? Bink, bank. That's right, I designed that, and they think that, that may end up on shirts too. Uh, so they happy with it. It say Donut Goals, and I put that together. It's kind of art, but also like I, you use donuts to help spell out the words Donut Goals. Anyways, that's in them videos. You, you maybe seen them if you've seen my videos in, in the donut store, and then you maybe not seen them if you ain't seen my videos in the donut store. But anyways, we talk about that. But they didn't have no shirts to sell today. They had donuts to sell and folks coming in buying them donuts. I tell you, they was selling. Folks was hanging out. They's eating glazed twist, standard glazed twist, apple frittler, apple, blueberry. They talking about the peach, but they ain't done that one yet. They still just in the works kind of thing. Donut holes, chocolate glaze, you name it. Anytime you got a place where folks like what you selling and it's a place you want to hang out because it's comfortable, got air conditioning on hot days, heater on cool days, there's something to that, right? Well, Shane and Cheryl Grubbs, they got this thing figured out. The donut party was a great idea. What's not to like? You're always going to have some setbacks, though. That's just true in life. You know about that? There's just some things where you're going to try something, you got a plan, and then something happens you don't expect. Like Millie Ricks, not understanding the program. I don't know if a person hits a certain age, and there are things they just assume don't apply to them no more. And some things probably don't. But shuffle shuffling donut goals today. She in mud boots and a moo-moo. Her hair did real nice. Must have came straight from early bird gets the perm. And she shuffled behind that counter at donut goals. Grab a little donut bag like she worked there. Just donut bag, Standard donut bag. You know them donut bags? Like a little bag? Not like for your groceries, but a donut bag that'll that'll fit a donut. Like them little white bags like a donut bag. Like you're going to get a donut in it. And that's about all it's going to fit. Maybe two. And that's the bag they hand you when you buy a donut and you take it out of that little donut bag to eat it. It's a donut bag. You could also fit, like, dozen holes in there, you know, donut holes, in one of them donut bags. But that's because they ain't as big as donuts. You know that. They smaller, so you can do it that way. But Millie got one of them donut bags, and she reached into that cake the, the, the display to get a cake donut. You know, the little, the back, how if you work at the donut store, you got the door open back there, and you can reach in and touch any donut you want because cause you work there, and that's how you give them out a case for the customers. Well, she reached in there, and she pulled out a cake donut with pink icing and sprinkles. It's a colorful display. It's really colorful. Now, folks know Millie. So this ain't a real surprise, but it don't make it right neither. And Cheryl walked over to Millie because Cheryl's back there behind the counter because she worked there. That's her store. So that's how that go. And she come up to Millie. And this ain't Millie's first time helping herself to donuts. Let, let me tell you that. Before the grubs bought donut goals, Cheryl brought donuts to the early bird ribbon cutting at Early Bird Gets the Perm, and she set up a table there. Well, Millie showed up, and Millie helped herself like it was a free-for-all. Well, it wasn't. And I don't know if Millie thought since it was a donut party, you know, in quotes, like a donut party, that them donuts was free. Because, you know, when you go to a birthday party, they ain't saying, okay, $1 for a slice of birthday cake. So I don't know. I really don't think that was it. I think Millie just does what she wants to do and sees what she can get away with kind of thing. So Cheryl's back there asking her what she's doing. And Millie just don't respond. Now, Millie can't hear too well or see too well, but that don't make her stupid. But I think she thinks, folks might think she's stupid, so she'll just play that card, and if she can get a free donut kind of thing, well, that's a win-win. Well, Cheryl ain't having it today. Millie, you gotta pay for that. Millie just says, what's that? And by now, Cheryl is grabbing for the donut that Millie's got in that little donut bag, kind of guiding her by the shoulder back around to the front of the counter, and I'm in there for a frittler. I mean, I ain't gonna miss a donut party. And I say, Millie, you gotta pay for that donut. And she look at me, And then she looked at Cheryl, and then she said, where's my donut? And Cheryl held up that little donut bag. Remember when she got that donut bag with that cake donut that's got this pink icing and the sprinkles? And she says, this ain't yours till you pay for it. And I say, where's your purse, Millie? Well, Millie heard all this, and she kind of tapped the front pockets of her muumuu like, where'd I put that purse? But she ain't got no purse in in them pockets or nothing like that, but she reached into that right front pocket, and she pulled out a $5 bill. So I guess she was ready, in case she got confronted about walking into a donut store, going behind a counter, getting a little donut bag, putting a cake donut with pink ice and sprinkles inside that bag, and trying to walk out with it. Didn't Millie say, I'm going to need my change. Like Cheryl was just going to take $5 for that little cake uh, with ice and pink sprinkle. Pink ice and, I don't know, sprinkles were all different colors. You know, white, blue, pink, Them usually the the standards. And uh, that little cake donut and just uh, wave her on, you know, without making her change. That's what, she, that's what Millie, maybe Millie was thinking. I don't know, but it's like, come on, Millie. And Cheryl know that, too. She run the store. Of course she know how to ring up a customer and give them change. So she'd ring up Millie, and then Millie looking at a little donut bag like that, that's big enough for a donut, you know, or donut holes if you get them, and she'd say, where's my milk? cheryl say, you didn't get no milk, Mrs. Ricks. Like of way. Cheryl called her Mrs. Ricks. I don't never do that. So millie say, I need a milk. And she started reaching back to that moo-moo pocket for that money to buy milk. She was going for the white milk till she seen that little chocolate carton and she changed her mind. That's what happened. So eventually, Millie got set up and she's ready to party. She got that cake donut with the pink icing and the sprinkles on top and the chocolate milk. What else could you ask for? I went for that chocolate milk, too, once I seen Millie get it. That with the frittler, it really starts things off right. I'll, I'll put to you like that way. I ain't much of a coffee drinker, but I will drink it every now and again. If I'm going to have morning caffeine, I just didn't have Dr. Pepper. But for hot drinks, I like that hot chocolate. But I'll drink coffee, like I said, sometimes. Folks was asking about, uh, you going to do shirts, Tabin for them? You know, and, and Shane Grubbs was like, yeah, Tabin probably going to do shirts for us. And so, you know, they'd talking up like a, a real big deal. And uh, Maseley was there. That's Shane and Cheryl's oldest kiddo. She elementary school age. I, I know that much. Maseley can't keep hot chocolate off her. You'd think she got a hole right in her front lip for the amount of drinks she spilt down the front of her shirts. That donut party wasn't no different. I heard Cheryl say, oh, Maisley. And then Cheryl's shuffling over to one of them kitchen hand towels, you know, wiping up messes with. I bet they steady invest in them stain removers at the Grubbs house. Me I don't like crowds. So she avoided that early bird gets the perm ribbon cut. And I was telling you about that Maisley and Cheryl were at with them donuts before. Uh, and that's one of Meemaw's favorite places. So if you're wondering if Meemaw showed up to a donut party, I'm telling you right now. Uh, she said, Tab and get me two donuts. And I asked her, which donuts, Meemaw? And she said, I don't care. But that ain't true. Meemaw do care. And now I'm in a bind because I can't ask her again because she going to get mad. And I can't say, Meemaw, just tell me which two you want. I mean, I could. And there are some days that I would, but I wasn't looking for a fight today. And so now I'm steady guessing. In situations like this, I know a couple things. Firstly, don't get creative. If it's a new flavor or something, I know she ain't never tried before. I ain't going to do it. She take that risk on her own when she's at the donut goes in person, but I ain't taking that risk for her. And B, don't get two of the same donut. She said two because she wants that variety, but no such variety uh, you know, that you making her try things she ain't never tried before. So you got to do like, I don't know. Just regular things, but two of them. The tough thing is here, there's five or six donuts Meemaw would call her favorite. So I could get two of them, but then she could say she really wanted a different two that fell under them five or six that she really liked. Sounds like a no-win situation, Tabin, right? Don't I know it? So here I am, in donut goals. I got my Frittler and my chocolate milk, and I start overthinking this thing. Folks are coming and going. Mort and Donna, Glenda, came in. She runs Uptown Gal. Uh, more on her. See, she sometimes depending on how she's feeling. I don't know if I've told this on the podcast before, but she go by. She named after her mama and her granny. And if she's mad at her mama, whose name is Glenda, she'll go by Donna. If she's mad at her granny, whose name is Donna, she'll go by Glenda. So uh, I don't know. Anyways, I just say Morton, Donna, Glenda came in, she, she, she's the one that runs Uptown Gal. Then Shailene Riggs, a Hank Thistle, he took a while to order. Rance Farnhart was in there. Brody and Brandy Lynn Childress pulled up in that two-tone 86 Buick Century. Then I kinda panicked, because I think if they run out of ones that Meemaw likes, what am I gonna do? You know, the crowd is really growing here at Donut Goals. I'm just gonna have to make a decision. So I get one regular glazed donut and one chocolate glazed donut. Can't go wrong, right? Meemaw ended up complaining. But I just tuned her out, and you know what? Both them donuts got ate before lunch, so I guess they weren't that bad, ma. Donut party complete in my book. I'm mowing lawns later that day. Something hits my mower. So I'm full of a Fritter and chocolate milk. I got all the power, all the strength I need for my haunches to push that mower for me to get down and get the work done that I need to get done. Well, what hit my mower? I was thinking it can't be a rock that got kicked up based on where it hit the mower. You know, a rock wouldn't hit the mower right there. It'd flip out sideways kind of thing. I'm mowing Millie Rick's lawn, by the way. That's probably some information to be helpful at this point. So I can't never be surprised if I get hit with a straight object over there at her house. She liked to throw things. She had a super soaker full of sweet tea once she sprayed me with. She really thought that was a hoot. she throwed throw the unwrapped bar of Irish Spring soap with a feather on it at Jaston Dunlap, who was delivering meals on wheels to her. She got a pretty good arm still. So I cut that mower off. I walk over to whatever hit my mower. Turns out it's a chunk of cake donut with pink icing and sprinkles. She let it sit out most of the day, I guess. It kind of got solid, and Millie ain't too subtle. It ain't like she's hiding and ducking behind a corner, peeking out and seeing where it landed. Oh, no. Millie Ricks is standing in the middle of her porch, smiling, kind of looking at my reaction, seeing what I'm going to do, like she's really put on a show for me kind of thing. So I look up there, and I was like, Millie? You don't want the rest of that donut? I got that mower on the fly, didn't I? She said, like, out of way, because, you know, I was, my mower's moving. So, you know, something on the move, she called it on the fly, and she said she hit it. I said, yeah, you did, Millie, real good shot. And then she just say, bingo. I guess that's all she needed to hear from me was that she did a real good job hitting my mower with a chunk of cake donut with pink icing and sprinkles from Donut Goal's donut party that they had that day. Because once she said bingo, she clapped her hands and she turned into her house like she was on her next round of pranks and hijinks. Like, what am I going to go do next? I got more planned for today. Tavern was just to start. So I crank up that mower and I finished her lawn. I just tossed the rest of that donut on Hank this was burn pile on the same street. Hank's got a, a burn pile going year round. So it's always a good bet if you got something to throw it away, you just ride your bike by there. I know sooner, though, get through the work day when I need to get down to them softball fields, it's time to play some ball. Cricket was going to work late at the nursing home. It was meatloaf day. Don't ask me why, but it's always a longer day for when it's meatloaf day. Well, Donnie Wayne Chambliss got food poisoning this week. Sometimes I can't tell, though, like if food people get actual food poisoning or if they just ate too much food and they got themselves sick on that thing. He was at his nephew Critter's birthday party, and he said he mostly ate cake when he was there. So, anyhow, Donnie Wayne, he showed up at the game able to function, but not 100%. Who cares, right? Whoever shows up to an adult softball league game 100% healthy uh, anyway. I mean, I, barely anybody that I know of, Rusty Tidwell probably does, but Rusty's got the Midas touch, everything he touches turns to gold, or awesome tailgate art on his mini truck. He didn't paint it, but he knew the picture he wanted, and buddy, it's there. It's a crocodile with a rifle, steady looking through the scope at a 12-point buck, while a catfish is jumping out to water overhead. I mean, it's real majestic, very beautiful artwork. Put it to you this way. The fella that did that artwork's got a brother that make them airbrushed vacation shirts down in Pensacola for them folks visiting. You know, he put their name on it and like a palm tree or something that says Classy Bob's and there's a pair of sunglasses airbrushed on there and it looks like they on a chain around your neck like a glasses holder, but they ain't. They painted on that shirt. So, anyway, the art run in the family for them, it sound like. All that to say... Rusty's as good as ever. Donnie Wayne, not so much. But for whatever reason, there's one player on our team who, when he is distracted, it somehow has a way of bringing the whole team down. I can't explain it. I can take a guess. But that's all it'd be. It is a rough day for a certain couple in town. And no, I ain't talking about Brody and Brandy Lynn Childress, or Shane and Cheryl Grubbs, or Morton, and Donna Glenda Dwight L. Who do you speak of, Tabin? Let me put it to you this way, y'all guys. It's so rough that Cheryl Grubbs had to run the concession stand tonight. Why, Tabby? What's that got to do with anything you're probably asking? Well, because Mary Beth Tucker was so upset after she got in a fight with Myron Curtis that she stayed at her house uh, this week instead of going to the concession stands. And guess who else stayed at his own house? Myron Curtis stayed home from our softball game. Apparently they got in a fight over which breed of horse they would keep on their property if and when they get married. Firstly, they ain't married. And B, Myron don't have horse property. So there's a few things that would have to happen before any of that becomes like even a real conversation. That's like me fighting with Meemaw on where are we going to park her Humvee with a lift kit and floor lighting under the cabana or next to the second swimming pool. Meemaw ain't got that car. And there ain't no cabana. And there ain't no swimming pool. Now, Mary Beth Tucker, she went to school for horses. She works at the veterinary, and she loved them animals. She rode a horse to the softball fields one time. I ain't got the heart to tell that story right now, but if you check out Season 1, Episode 7 of this podcast called Runaway Horse, you'll find out all you want to know about it. So it ain't no secret that she liked them horses, but to get in a full-blown fight about a life you and Myron don't even have with animals nobody own, it don't make much sense. Well, turns out Myron wasn't just at home. It wasn't like one of us with a car, which ain't me, although I've been able to sock away a little more money after getting Meemaw's air her 91 Buick Regal, and my swamp cooler, I ain't got a truck yet, but it wasn't like somebody could go just pick up Myron because he ain't home. He went for a drive. Now, Myron, he got a truck. He also got a moped. His truck's a pickup truck, and he he drive a snack truck for work. Folks call him bean dip because he delivers snacks for his job, and it's well-documented that, you know, he got that moped, but it's assumed he went for a drive in his own truck, not the moped, and not for the company truck, just a regular pickup truck. So, we got a fella that's missing, we all kind of heard about it before the game, so wasn't nobody surprised, when the concession stand was still locked come game time, though, well, that was a surprise. So, Cheryl Grubbs got a key, she opened that thing up, you want to talk about a streamlined menu? Here I am, always complaining they ain't got fancy. You know, they're get, they getting too fancy with the menu. They don't need to get fancy with it, but they want to get fancy with it, especially Mary Beth Tucker. She brought three wagonfuls of stuff, as you recall, last week to the concession stand. Keep it simple is what I say. Keep it simple. They did get some ice down there for the snow cones tonight, and Cheryl found a box of Skittles. So that was it. I guess I got my wish, snow cones or Skittles, and that's all. JT Whitlow, he got off work late, and he showed up without his jersey. Thankfully, Mort had an extra, because earlier in the summer, you might remember, he and his family went to Danny's Water Park, and for some reason, he wore his shirt, uniform there, and he lost it. They put out a lost and found ticket on it, and I guess that ticket's still active, but he ain't heard nothing yet. So you might remember that Mort went down to the burger shed, and he bought a new one before the game that week, and is way too small, hugging him like a koala on a tree branch. Just mama don't let me go, first day of kindergarten hug, snug on mama's leg kind of thing. I mean, he's a tight old shirt. So he ended up buying another uniform because he needed one that fits. Well, Mort had that snug little one, and JT ain't as big as Mort, but that shirt was still kindly snug on a torso, old JT Whitlow. But it's still a uniform, so we were still a team. I was actually feeling pretty good. I was seeing the ball well tonight. I had three singles and one hit by a pitch. So I was on base four times. Our heavy hitters made good contact all night long. But instead of hitting it out, they hit it up. I mean, it's pop fly city out there tonight. We couldn't get it going. Well, in the seventh inning, who pulls up on his moped soaking wet? Myron Curtis. I told you he has a way of distracting the whole team. He's just got a way of doing that, even when he ain't there, because then when he do show up, it's bad. Well, like, he stayed away, and at least we could play. But once he showed up, sopping wet on a moped, what are we going to do? That's right, get distracted. What in the world, Myron? He's like, I'm okay. I'm thinking, that wasn't really my question, but good. I'm glad you're okay. Now, what in the world, Myron? So I say, you know, how'd you get, how'd you get so wet? He said, I went out to the lake. For what? to think. I said, well, how'd that work out? He said, well, well, I got wet. Turns out he thought he saw gold in the lake, and he parked his moped to take a look. Well, long story short, it was a Twix wrapper just out of arm's reach, and Mort fell in trying to grab it. I asked him, did you talk to Mary Beth? No, I ain't done that. Well, do that instead of chasing down candy bar wrappers in the lake, buddy. Get your head right and knock off this moped moping. We all friends, but sometimes you just need to knock it off. So that's the best I could tell, Myron, tonight. i surprised he took the moped all the way out to the lake. That's a little bit of a drive going 32 mile an hour. So by the end of the game, Team Burger Shed, we scored two times. All game. That's all we scored. The other fellas, Farnhart's Flea Market, they scored 11. Jerry, Don, and Sybil is sponsoring the team this year. And I don't think they was that good, but we was definitely that bad. So that puts Team Burger Shed at nine wins, three losses now, and two ties. That was Team Flea Market's... Fourth win of the season, so it ain't like they going around beating everybody. So, no free snow cones this week. Didn't matter no how. After the game, we found out all they had was ice for snow cones, but no flavors. So we really had ice and Skittles. Myron turned out he called her from the fields, and it sounded like they started working through their hypothetical situations. It ain't really happening in the real world, but if they did kind of thing... We had a hoot of a week in town with the donut goals. I'm still getting over that. I told Cheryl Groves they need to do a donut party, you know, at least once a month, not more. And, and there ain't nothing other special about it except you put balloons out front and call it a party. You know, that's all it takes. Donuts, they draw folks in. You ain't got to make it fancy. You ain't got to dress them up. You ain't got to put no donut in a tuxedo to get folks to show up. I mean, just keep it simple. We're getting into Halloweens. People wanting to make, you know, all kinds of decorations on their donuts. I say, hey... Glaze it, serve it, let it go, kind of thing. But we had a good, we had a good week. We're still in good shape for Team Burger Shed uh, to do some damage. Playoffs will start soon, and we are looking all right on that. So um, I, I ain't mad. I ain't mad at where we at. I ain't happy with this week's game, but you know sometimes there's interruptions. Sometimes somebody wanders into your donut party and helps himself to the donuts. Sometimes uh, one of your players thinks he sees gold in the lake and ends up wet chasing a Snicker bar or Twix bar wrapper kind of thing. Uh, Twix is a really shiny one. I could see how he could think that's gold, but to actually reach for it and fall in, I, I, I don't know how that happened, Myron. But anyways, I sure appreciate y'all joining me on the Tappendiller Diller podcast this week. Thanks for uh, the text message, like I said. If you need to check out what we got going on with bacon or T-shirts or sweatshirts, hoodies, they call them, because they got a hood on them protect your ears from sunburns or rain. I don't know. I guess any of that. Uh, you can check out all that out in the show notes. Thanks so much for joining me here on a Tabby Dillard Podcast. And, hey, if Millie Ricks ain't thrown a hardened donut nub from a cake donut with pink ice and the sprinkles at you or your lawnmower this week, you having a pretty good week. Till next time, y'all, guys.